0: The being forces friendly podcast a monthly podcast where we sit down with experts from the armed forces government and business to discuss engaging with defense and the mutual benefits that come from it okay hello and welcome to this edition of the being forces friendly podcast series um, my name is Nat Haynes. I'm the Assistant Director for Relationship Management at DRM. And I'm delighted that this episode we are joined by um, we're joined by CTP, the Career Transition Partnership. Now, CTP are the official provider of Armed Forces Resettlement and is a partnering agreement between the Ministry of Defence and Right Management, a global career development and outplacement um, organisation. But we are also here to talk about the partner career support programme that CTP are running. And I'm joined today by Charlene Brooks and Lauren Hayden. And I'm going to pass over to both of you to introduce yourselves. Um, shall we start with Charlene?
1: Yeah, hi, thanks, Nat. And am um, <clears throat> delighted to be here today to talk about the PCSP, which it will be known because the other bit is very long. Um, <laughs> And so I'm Charlene Brooks, um, as Nat said, and I am the project manager for um, the
2: PCSP and working within the CTP. Brilliant. Um, so, uh, hi Nat, lovely to meet you. Um, my name is Lauren Hayden. I'm one of the career consultants for CTP um, and I work out of the Tidworth office and I've been on sort of with the company for the last sort of two and a half years. and um, really excited to be on such an exciting sort of programme. Great. Okay. So, first of all, um, PCSP, what is it
0: and how does it work? Yeah. Okay. So, The
1: PCSP then is a program that has been in development for for a time now. Um, The MOD have rolled this pilot out um, to uh, support partners of SPICES, uh, military partners, uh, and those that are serving in the UK military, uh, both regular MPGS and, and FTRS. Um, and it, it's a program that will provide br- bespoke professional career support, um, and there are 750 spaces on this um, this pilot program. Uh, the aim of the program really is that partners understand uh, their own career path options, um, and really do increase the, the confidence and the ability of service partners uh, to progress along their desired career paths. And some of the research that the MOD did, it suggested that partners did need support um, along you know deciding what their career path, their career options were. Um, and how to get there, and um, any kind of upskilling or um, advice and kind of direction or career planning that they needed uh, as part of that. Um, so it is delivered by the Career Transition Partnership or the CTP um, on behalf of the the MOD. Um, and there is there's criteria for the program. That is it helpful if I just kind of outline what that criteria is at this point.
0: That would be really helpful. Yes, please.
1: Perfect, no worries. So the entry to the programme is, um, so participants must be a service partner of, as I say, the regular armed forces or FTRS or MPGS, and those people must have been in service for at least four years. And then the other eligibility criteria is that the service person must not have submitted their notice to terminate or be less than two years for from ending their engagement and um, there is a selection process uh, and the the mod will ensure that there's kind of fair representation of partners um of serving personnel from each of the single services along with a good geographical spread um but that in the main that's the the criteria for the program
0: okay and so and you've mentioned some eligibility criteria then does it matter if um if a a, a spouse or partner that that wants to apply if they're in work at the moment or if they're not in work is there any criteria in terms of how that's concerned there really isn't um and one of
1: the things when we were looking at this program and the kind of design at it at the front end um way back in uh july and august this year what we knew that we had to answer was you know delivery for two groups of people so there are going to be not on this program Those who are looking for employment um, and ready to take the next step into employment, perhaps they've taken a career break um, and are ready to to move back in um, to part time, full time, self employment, whatever kind of suits their needs. Um, And then there's going to be the other group of people who are already in employment, are in a role, are in an industry and want to move on within the industry or their current organisation, either laterally or they want to maybe move up, take the next step in promotion or want to take a a complete change in career. And so it really the programme is built to answer those the the kind of challenges for both those sets of people.
0: Okay, great. Um, so let's talk about how how this came about. What um, what was the, the reasoning behind or the idea behind um, the programme being set up to start with?
1: Yeah. So, as I said before, the MOD really wanted to um, have some support in place for partners who uh, were looking to really better understand their own kind of career path and where they, they wanted to go. Um, as I said, their research indicated that partners were they needed the help in this space um, and the MOD you know valuing partners of serving um, personnel wanted to put this program in place to support it. but like I said, it is a pilot pro- uh, a pilot program. Um, we opened for, we, we started taking registrations in October this year and it, there is a closing for it, you know, so we, it'll end around about May and then following that what the MOD will do is um, really look at the programme in terms of how useful it was for partners and after that look to roll it out um, if, there, if there is indeed a need for it
0: okay great so so then let's talk about um the program itself um so once people register and then they they get onto the course what's the the structure or the format of it what what kind of support is being provided
1: yeah so I think probably the first thing, um, and Lauren, you can jump in at, at any point, if I'm missing anything, you're delivering this. I think the first the first thing that, to say is that this is completely virtual, um, well, which we didn't know at the time, you know, when, when we were putting all of this together or the MOD was looking at it last year. You know, it's perfect for now because with not being able to deliver face to face. So. Uh, virtually um the partner will have access to our site my career plan which is a virtual platform um with lots of different resources and we can talk a bit more um about that when we really get into it but i mean that's the that's the, the key element to this is the, the kind of virtual nature but then uh, they are supported by their career consultant and The career consultant that they're allocated to can also review their CVs, which is also linked into my career path. So I think if I was to put it in a nutshell, it would be the virtual element with a person supporting that as well to develop that overall personal career plan. Um, The structure is that, you know, it's down to the partner, what kind of structure they want to put in place. We will not kind of hound them to have things done by a certain date, it's all based around what the need is for the partner. Lauren, would you agree
2: with that? Completely, Um, and I think, you know, just to sort of, I suppose, give a little bit more of of kind of how, what that actually looks like. Um, So when we first make contact with a partner, um, a representative of our organization reaches out and we do sort of like a triage call. And it's really just to kind of have an open, honest conversation with those partners to say, you know, thank you so much for getting involved what is it you're looking for you know what are your objectives what are your aspirations um and really i suppose just get an initial understanding so that all parties i suppose know what they're working towards with each other Um, after that point um the partner will be assigned to a career consultant and after a little bit of you know negotiating um we will arrange a a one-to-one consultation Uh, now this is typically through Teams. Um so that obviously because the the support is virtual, um, we still want to give that bespoke face-to-face contact. So we are kind of preferring to use Teams, but we do understand that others would prefer to use old school for, uh, over the phone, which is fine. Um, and what we do as a career consultant with our clients is that we spend time to get to know them and we we understand what it is that they're looking for. And we have a conversation and it might be the first time that anyone's actually asked those individuals you know what do you want what does you know what are your career objectives what does that look like now you've got children now that you're in a relationship with someone serving you know what is it that you actually want and and you know how do we get you there um within sort of the pilot um confines really
0: fantastic so um you mentioned that it's um that it's conducted virtually and um, and it's quite um, quite flexible, quite accessible. So if, if someone someone does have um, kind of demands at certain times, is is that something that can be flexed to someone's schedule, or are there there set kind of times that that you're asking people to engage?
2: So I can only say so. So personally, for me, um, we in the first instance will give our sort of diary that we've got available. But obviously, if if there are issues with regards to childcare or they're already working, then we have flexibility around that to meet their needs. Um, What I would say, and it's something that, you know, we talk about quite a lot in our day-to-day business, but with COVID and the way that it has changed the way that people do business, we are not going to be upset if you've got your children on your lap during these team's calls. Um, You know, we are all human. We all understand that we need to kind of you know explore how you manage that fine balance of being a military partner and having children and a household and still look for a career um so i suppose i want to kind of just remove that stigma that you know we will do everything to fit around your schedule but if you do need to have your children with you that's also okay as well
1: yeah and i think just to add to that as well um This programme really is designed to be as flexible as the the participant needs it to be. Um, We already are seeing um, people who have applied and started their journey on this programme, but for one reason or another, you know, they can't give it the focus that it needs right now. And so what we are able to do is pause the programme then until, you know, in in this this kind of number of cases until the new year. Um, and then when the, the person feels that they're ready to refocus on it again. So we do have that kind of flexibility uh, built in, and I think that's a really important element of the programme as well.
0: Great, perfect. Um, so we've talked about um, this there's, there's certain eligibility criteria, and, and I understand that you're looking for um, for a spread of different types of, of participants. Um, are you also looking for kind of a spread in terms of age, experience, gender, et cetera? Is there anything in there? Is, is it for a particular cohort or are you looking for a wide variety?
1: I think the uh, and I think that's a really important conversation to have because um, the the demographics of of the UK military will um will mean that the majority of people that we see will be female. But what we are really looking to do is um engage more and more male partners on this. And um, we know that the military is changing, um, and we need to get out to those groups and 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 those male partners because the support extends across the whole cohort. Um and and not just represented on one demographic. I think the ge- geographical piece um, and the, the kind of service piece is one thing, but the the gender piece we we are we need to engage more. I think across um, the male partner cohort for sure, um, and it's a piece that we're definitely
0: working on. Fantastic, that's really great to hear. So you mentioned that registration opened back in October, and I believe the program started in November. Um, what kind of um, what kind of examples? What what kind of experiences are, are you seeing so far? How how has it gone so far? Um, it's been a whirlwind. I think Lauren, <laughs> Lauren would agree
1: um, with that. And I, I think under you know underlying it all, I, we are just so excited. And and this program really is pushing our boundaries as well with the. The people that we are engaging with, um, obviously very different to service leavers um, and the conversations that we're having are, um, I think, really are above what our expectations of the programme in that partners are telling us that they are really happy that the MOD have put this programme in place because now they feel valued um, and it's what they've been waiting for. Um, and so it's really great to hear those kind of conversations. And in terms of registration so far, well, we're sitting at around about 350 um, there thereabouts of the last count. And um, the majority of those actually have been eligible uh, for the programme, which is great news in terms. I think it's probably best at this stage to talk a little bit more about my career path, if you're happy for me to do that, Matt.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That would be great. Thank you. Yeah.
1: OK. So my career path, Um. you know, again, the feedback is great. And what we're what we're saying here um, is the partner really assessing what their level of confidence is in certain areas. So we built my career path to really address um, what were the main areas of development and where strengths lay also. Um, and so, at the start of my career path, the partner will take what we call a career pulse, um, and that pulse is built around various um, work areas like preparing for work, um, career well-being, what your workplace skills are, job hunting, CVs and applications. And as I say, the partner will score their confidence level based um, based on kind of those areas and at the end it will give them a report and then they will be able to link in with my career path more and um, really query the the platform and find the programs um, that will answer and speak to those kind of top development areas. What we're saying right now is that um, people are most confident in preparing for work and and areas like workplace skills um, but where the confidence levels are lower are in areas like interviews and offers, uh, CVs and, and, and applications. Um, and then that kind of really important one, the career possibilities and decisions. That's where we're seeing uh, confidence levels um, a little bit lower. And probably Lauren's best place to talk about, you know, more about what what the
2: conversations that we're having. Completely. Um, and, you know, I, I think just sort of leading on from from sort of Charlene's point there, that there's been a misconception for a while that just because you're in a relationship with someone serving, um, that you're happy to just have a part time job. Um, and what actually we're sort of seeing from across the cohort of attendees and participants is actually that a lot of individuals want a full time career. And for whatever reason, whether it's due to postings or due to locations or or sort of the the tempo of operational commitment, um, that hasn't always been possible. But that shouldn't. But what I'm trying to say is that doesn't mean that there isn't that hunger and passion for those kind of career aspirations. Um, And and what we're seeing from the majority of the partners that we're discussing is that actually, you know, they, they do have very clear ideas on what they want. Um, there isn't that ambiguity of sort of saying, you know, I, I don't know what I want. You know, there are some absolutely brilliant career pathways that have been discussed so far. Um, and it is just simply finding the tools in order to support that and make those kind of aspirations a reality, I suppose. And I, I think just to kind of add to that, what we were saying as
1: well is the real engagement just to, you know, as as Lauren mentioned there, in my career path alone, what we've had is over Two and a half thousand activities being undertaken. Um, now that's um that just shows that you know people are ready. For a program like this and really engaged to move forward either with a new career or in their current career. Um, And kind of just to to kind of finish on the my career path thing, you know, I think it lends itself to the the flexibility that we talked about earlier as well, because a big part of this, and I'm sure Lauren would agree, is, is to help empower people to take charge of their own kind of career development. And so these interactive learning tools and uh, the kind of e-learning content um, is all designed to help you know people navigate those career pathways with the support of the career consultant behind them as well to move their career forward, but also to build the confidence, which we keep on hearing um, is something that we that
2: partners need support with. Yeah, and and I would agree wholeheartedly on that. It's you know it, it's being able to to sort of say yeah, do you know what? You've got this. And even though as your career consultant, we are right behind you. We will support you in everything you do. But actually, it's so rewarding to see these kind of clients that you've worked with Turning around and saying, "I've got this. You know I, I have got the job I want. I feel really confident. And even talking to some of our participants before interview, you know we talk about affirmations and and kind of finding that inner strength and that inner confidence. And to kind of hear them come out of an interview and say, "Yeah, I smashed it. It went really well. I felt that I knew the answers. I felt that I was giving the right kind of context to their questions. That's really fantastic to hear from our point of view because it shows that actually it's working and, you know, our our clients are getting what they needed from the programme.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, we've had some of the conversations already, haven't we, Lauren, around, Mm -hmm. you know, people... They they know what they want to do, they they um they have their ideas and sometimes this is just about validation as well. It's about bouncing those ideas off of other people um and for someone else to say, yep that's a great idea or have you thought about this this and this with it and then here here are the tools to be able to move you forward in that so um the, most people have it already it's just about having um like I say the confidence and the validation to move forward with it
2: yeah and and I think you're right like you said about the it's it's that opportunity to have a platform to just be able to openly speak to someone and say this is what I want how do I get it without I suppose you know within some sort of military communities it's quite hard to be that direct and quite hard to feel that you're asking for something that maybe you perceive you're not entitled to Um, but I think that's the great thing about this sort of project is that actually it does give you the opportunity to be quite open and kind of say that this is what I want I've not been able to voice this but now can we make it happen yeah absolutely and just to support actually
1: you know all of that we also have um an events calendar as well so we've got a a series of uh, virtual employment events we've also got some um focus areas like social media networking and building a brand that kind of thing um along with cv and interview technique workshops as well um and the all employment self all important sorry self-employment workshops too so we've built an events calendar too to support some of this um so that people can take that a bit further also um and, and we've engaged uh, uh, organizations like x forces for example who are the
0: experts obviously in the in the self-employment space um to be able to do that fantastic that's oh, really important isn't it and i think i think as well um kind of support for um for military and military spouses it's quite uh it's quite a, a busy area there are lots lots of Um, organizations playing in a similar space. So I suppose as well, there's probably a need to help spouses navigate through that and find the right places to get that information. Is that something that you touch on as well? Absolutely.
1: And um, in fact, we have worked with the stakeholders in this space. Um, For example, the the Families Federations. um, One of the things that we have worked to do there is put a link through to forces families jobs um, and yeah. for those for those that are um seeking employment um so not only do they have the the job search element of my career path um on there they can also link through of course the forces families jobs where we know that those um those uh, employers will be on be recognized on the employer recognition scheme as well and um so, I think it's a really important thing that we have engaged those stakeholders because there is alternative support out there. There is follow on support. There is other support um and I suppose it's bringing all of that together, not because it is quite a busy space, yeah, um and you know, providing signposting as well for. Uh, for further support or support that you know is kind of outside of what we can what we can do with the partner um, and actually all of that is on our website as well. We have a totally dedicated page to um, stakeholder support to um, on
0: this. That's fantastic. That's really good to hear. It's really useful to hear that those different stakeholders are being recognised and signposted. I know we had the Families Federations on a previous podcast episode talking about forces families jobs. So, it's good to hear that those linkages are being made and and recognised. So, you mentioned that um, obviously we, we talked that registration had opened, that the programme has been going for for a few weeks now. Um, what's that take up been like and, and what what's the pro- what does the programme look like? What, what what's next and what's what's in the future for it?
1: Yeah, so uh, registrations will remain open until the end of January um, for this programme. Um, as I say, we opened in October, and we'll keep that open uh, until as I say till the end of January. um at the end of January, it, it, registrations will likely close if not before because we've got we've got a limited number of spaces, as I mentioned at the top of this um yeah. 750 spaces. um so I mean, I would encourage anybody who does want to apply for to apply, um, even if they're not ready to engage just yet, um, if they apply, you know we can kind of do the, the 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 stuff at the front end, you know, to get them prepared, and then say pause pause that the program until they're ready for them. We're also we're developing this all of the time, and I'm having conversations with employers and and industries. Um, to talk about, you know, what what programs we can put in place for partners, um, what's out there and what, what other engagements um, that we can do. We, we've developed a Facebook page for the program as well. And what we're looking to actually do is put together a Facebook forum. I, I, I kind of liken it to the, the Joe Wicks kind of Facebook page, you know, where you get a lot of um, kind of advice from other people on the program and, and that kind of thing, because I think that's really important. Um, for people to be able to have those conversations between themselves as well so that will be um, an evolution of the program Um, and then we are also developing within my career path we have a a section my cv um, and we'll be developing that what partners can do just now because one of the pain points we're seeing coming out in those pulse checks is that Um, the kind of low confidence in developing a CV and and those interview techniques. So we're building in interview simulators and uh, CV development tools. Um, Already the CV can be um, reviewed by both the programme and the career consultant. But So we'll be developing that and really uh, working with what The career pulse and those pulse checks are telling us that people want to do and get out of the program and we'll be able to kind of mould the program as we go along there as well. Um, I I also probably should just remind everyone that it is a pilot. It will be fully fully evaluated to see whether it can be rolled out um, as well. And so there there is an end point to this and the end point will be in May um that's when the program the pilot program will finish but we've got until then to work with as many partners as
2: we can get to up to 107 uh, 750 excuse me and and what i would say just from um sort of you know how it looks for us as sort of consultants on on the pilot um we're finding that the uptake is brilliant in the fact that you know you send out your diary and and sort of say okay which appointments work for your schedule and we're finding that whichever is the earliest appointment that is taken um and that you know we've got cvs waiting for us before the appointment we've got surveys filled out and and that first consultation that we have is normally really interesting because you know you get a really good sense of passion and it becomes an organic conversation where you know you've got someone explaining where they're from the challenges they're facing or potential perceived barriers Um, and then what I would say is the follow-on is great so normally with our with our other sort of client cohorts you speak to them and then you don't really hear from anyone until they sort of need you but what we're finding with this particular cohort is that they're in touch so much more and it's really good news and that it's that constant kind of, I suppose, concreting of, you know, I've taken this step that we discussed and this was the great thing that came out of it. And it's it's really good to see that actually, you know, they are far more, I suppose, communicative um, and they are keeping in contact with us for longer and are back in contact more often. That's fantastic. and uh,
0: It's really good to hear. And so we've talked about the different... Um, Kind of groups of people that you're you're looking to get a spread from. Would you say that from the people that you've been in contact with, that that are are taking up the the offer of the service? Is, is there a real spread of people that that are picking this up?
2: Um, from myself, yeah. So a lot of my clients are from very very diverse uh, sort of service backgrounds and located globally. Um, which has been really interesting because actually we get a really good sense of of kind of the unique, I suppose, employment opportunities globally rather than just being UK based. But I think what I would say is something that although we've had a huge sort of spread of of kind of background and, uh, you know, situation, some of the, the perceived barriers to employment are all too common amongst the sort of pilot cohort. Um, in the fact that actually a lot of individuals either left a previous career to to move with their partner or they've got very, very young children. Um, And I suppose what I'm trying to say on that is that actually, if those are are sort of situations and and those are barriers that maybe listeners are feeling, that that's definitely something they're not alone in in feeling that Um, and the support that your career consultant will offer you we'll discuss that with you and and we'll talk about you know how do we overcome those what can we do um to give you I suppose more support to finding the career you want yeah that's really important isn't it I think not
0: not only the the support and advice from the career consultant that you mentioned but also having that that community that forum um means that they they can um, kind of share those experiences with each other as well can they and, and understand that it's not just a unique situation that there are lots of other people in the same boat which is great yeah yeah and and just on the overseas
1: um bit that lauren had mentioned there we we actually we're seeing quite a good takeoff from overseas i think the last um the last time i looked yesterday i mean some of the areas belgium kenya the us um that people are engaging uh from is really quite remarkable um and it was our it was our hope that we would have that reach um and I'm delighted that we are able to because it can be quite isolating um mm-hmm. especially when you you are abroad um and so i think yeah it's come at a really a really good time and it, one of the other things that i because i've just kind of remembered is one partner in particular you know had said to us you know they they feel better knowing that they have someone to be accountable to means they're likely that more likely to follow through with their plans rather than just yeah. give up um and uh, that's also an important element and it's funny that we see it with service leavers also
0: fantastic yeah that all sounds really good so um so ha- anyone that's listening to this how how can they get involved how 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 do they register how do how do they
2: sign up to the program um, so on our website, uh, which is ctp.org.uk forward slash partner program, um, there is a registration link and you just need to click on the link and start going through the process. Um, once we've got your application, we will then process it, scrutinise it and then come back with and be in touch and sort of start you on the program. Um, so it is really, really sort of simple to get involved. Um, When you have that first call where we contact you, um, we will try and put you at ease because we understand this is a huge step that you're about to take. Um, You know, and for so long, you may either be in a company, you may already be working, you may have had, uh, you know, a four year career break, or this may be the first time that you're ever considering career options for yourself. Um, you know, we just want to have a chat with you. And I suppose that that does sound quite simplistic, but we just want to say hi and understand your situation and work out what we can do to support you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it is a really welcoming process. It is. And I'll also add to that and say,
1: It's really okay if you do not know or have not got a clue what you want to do, but you know you want to do something. That's Mm -hmm. okay to come and chat to us about that and we'll create a plan around it. Even if that something is not yet and is later on, even next year or the year after, you know, still come and speak to us. Um, Don't be put off by not having, um, you know, a firm plan in
0: place. That's what we'll help you with. Fantastic. All those links will be in the bio that accompanies um, this episode, um, so all the, all the information will be held there. So I guess, is there any kind of final words, anything else that you'd like to to put across? For me, I think there are, there's,
1: there's three things um, to add to all of the stuff that we've already talked about. Yeah. Um, the male partners. Um, I know we've already talked about that but please if you know do engage with us um, and you know as, as, as I say as a cohort it's definitely one that we are um, focusing on also. Um, we also are um, we'd like more participants from the Ken Northern region and Scotland and Wales. What we're saying is the majority of our applicants are coming from um, this kind of southern region. Um, and that's fantastic. And we will always we encourage anyone to apply. But, you know, if you're in the northern region, please do um, look at the programme uh, and same with Scotland and Wales. And then those other cohorts that, I, that are outside the uh, UK regular uh, services, so FTRS and MPGS, we're seeing a bit of an underrepresentation from those groups. Um, and so we'd be delighted um, to have more engagement from there uh,
2: as well. Um, And for me, I'd just like to say, you know, starting to look at career options can be really daunting and starting to kind of say, this is what I want or this is what I'd like. Some people have really put off with it because they think that it's selfish because, you know, their partners have got a really kinetic job or they've got full on or they're always away. Um, What I'd like to say is it's not selfish to want a career for yourself and to have something that is yours that you can work with and work on and and have that is kind of solely yours. we are not going to judge you. As career consultants, as the pilot cohort, we aren't going to judge you. Whatever your background is, um, you know, whatever service your other half is with, we just want to support you. Um, and and I, I suppose, really, I want to confirm that, that all of us, you know, I would say the majority of us that are working for CTP have experienced some of those pinch points that maybe our pilot community have Um, you know we've either taken a career break to follow a loved one or we've had young children and had to kind of pause our career so there isn't a sense of we're going to judge you or we're going to to sort of not be on the same wavelength as you Um, we've been there we empathise with you entirely, um, but please allow us to use our experience in order to help you make your dreams a reality. We are more than prepared um, to sort of help you and support you as you take these first steps.
0: Great, thank you. That's really useful. Thank you for that. So all that remains for me really is to to thank both of you, um, Charlene and Lauren, for joining us. It's been really interesting to understand all about the pcsp and um and that's really useful information thank you so much for sharing all of that with us and to all those listening thank you so much um, for being with us and we look forward to sharing our next episode with you thank you so much thank
2: you thank you so much If you don't want to miss out on next month's episode,
0: then hit the subscribe button. And if you have any questions for us or want to know more, you can contact us on Twitter at DRM underscore support. Thank you very much for listening.